Hey guys! We want to take just a minute to tell you about Audible. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word, entertainment, and audiobooks. That means not only can you listen to your favorite fiction and biographies, but also you can have access to thousands of Audible originals, comedy recordings, podcasts, digests like the New York Times, and also guided meditations, which we could all probably use right about now. And the app is free and it can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. And the great thing is if you start on one device, it will pick up where you left off on a different device. In our increasingly busy lifestyles, Audible encourages us to still indulge in our love of literature by allowing us to listen while exercising, commuting, cooking, and working, which is what Aisha and I love to do. If you don't use your credits, that's fine. They'll stack up for a whole year, which is great if you want to try a series of books like Harry Potter or Game of Thrones. I really, really love listening to biographies and memoirs and poetry on Audible. I uh, specifically love Samantha Irby's books. She has three of them. One of them is called Meaty. The other one is uh, We Are Never Meeting in Real Life. And then her most recent one, which just came out this spring, is called Wow, No Thank You. Samantha Irby is a hilarious essay writer. Her books are pure comedy gold and they are made even better when it is Samantha herself reading them into my ears while I go on a jog. And honestly, I love listening to Samantha Irby while I'm jogging because it makes me laugh and I forget that I'm actually exercising. I also love, love listening to poetry, specifically Mary Lambert. I know you guys know how much I love Mary Lambert. I had to get her audible version of Shame is an Ocean I Swim Across and it's so beautifully read by Mary, and also there is a piano accompaniment into it, and it's an even more emotionally enveloping experience than if I had read it on paper. Well, I really like the fiction books. I listen to um, The Haunting of Hill House, and mm -hmm. I also listen to Carnival Row, which is an Audible original, and it's also on Amazon Prime. Um, and I liked it because it was dramatic readings of it, so it, it like it put me in the story where I was physically reacting to what was happening, which is the magic of audiobooks. Mm -hmm. Audible wants to give you the opportunity to try this for free if you visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash grbs. That's right, guys. You will get a free trial of Audible. You're going to get to check out what all the hype is about. It is well worth it. For your time. You're gonna get your time back. So please visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash grbf to try that free trial. Chiggity, check it out guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hi! <laughs> Welcome back to Goodreads Better Friends. My name is Aisha. I'm Morgan. Today we're talking about teen fiction. Teen fiction. So excited. There's so much that I don't have that I kept remembering, and I was like, I don't own that. I can't talk about that. I don't own that I either. I know. But. Like, I couldn't remember the names of the authors. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm like, this is pointless, but I really would love to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And then some of the books I didn't, I didn't read as a teenager, which is, I mean, I still read yeah. teen fiction, though, but they're super fast reads because it's, I don't want to say general, it just doesn't have as much as, like, an adult fiction book. Like, it's not right. as relatable to me right. as an yeah. adult fiction book, now, I, obviously. Yeah, I have a harder time relating to teen fiction mm -hmm. than I used to, because yeah. I have, like, 
oh, I have a grown-up brain now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I, no, but, but like, <laughs> I'm thinking about, you know, student loan payments and stuff, and so it's Oh, we just, don't have to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, that's not actually... Yeah, we don't, We're we trying to have fun here. <laughs> trying to be cool. This is supposed to be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But yeah, so, yeah, but I loved, I loved reading teen fiction oh when God. I was then, back then. Back then. Yeah. Back when I was fresh-faced and... Innocent. <laughs> yeah, those words. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Well, let me just put yeah. the quotations in there. <laughs> all right. Do you have any good news you want to talk about? Or news at all? Um, No, not really. I think everyone should go and follow my... Actually, everyone should follow me on Twitter because <laughs> I started making, like, shitty, <laughs> like, political posts on Twitter. <laughs> They're so bad, but I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> I'm ready. I just I hate miss these everything. I, don't have Twitter. I hate everything going on in the world, so I'm yes. like, I'm gonna write Very about it. much. Okay, let me give an example. Just, just do do. Oh, I got 69 followers. Oh baby, I'm so popular, that's so but good. also that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I have deleted Twitter so many times. I'm surprised I have that many followers. <laughs> Okay, so my last one was, you're going to tell people who have lost loved ones to hashtag COVID not to be afraid of it. You are unfit and fully complicit in every COVID death. You have the blood of 200K humans on your tiny ass hands, you walking fucking cancer. (laughs) (laughs) That's just an example. So if you want to follow me, it's at IEshug on Twitter, spaces in between. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, those are good. That might be worth me... See, I don't even think my Twitter's deactivated. It just has been sitting dormant for what was so it? long. What was it? Marga Toast? Let's see. M-O-R-G-A Toast? Maybe? Oh my god. It says, it's I think there! It says, I think it says something like, I like spending all of my money on... And, and CDs and crying over my favorite bands. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Morgan, and I like to spend all my money on CDs and cry over bands. <laughs> oh, let me see that profile picture, yo. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, uh, oh, 2015. Yep. Okay. So, it's been five years. Yikes. Look at that little baby Morgo. Small little baby oh, child. Look, <laughs> I look Your eyebrows are similar. perfect in this picture. Yeah. Jesus. What happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> you got hotter. What do you mean? <laughs> what happened to these brows? <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, don't follow <laughs> Morgan Toast on Twitter. I feel like everyone should. <laughs> so, she can go back and find, like, a thousand followers on there. I don't even know how to log in. <laughs> I don't know what my password is. Something I was interested in 2015. Do you even know the email uh, that was used for it? I do. I still have the same oh. shitty email I've had since middle school. So. Oh my god, me too. My I AOL use that for professional has... things. Me too. <laughs> my AOL one that my mom made me when I was 13 years old. Oh. I still use it. <laughs> so that you can log on a farm bill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh man, yeah, um... I guess follow me on Twitter. I'm going to have to start using it now, I guess. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to follow you really quickly. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think I've used Twitter in the whole time that we've known each other. Oh, my God. Yeah, 2015? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. This also says you live in Illinois. Yeah. But I didn't even live in Illinois in 2015. (laughs) I lived here. You just missed it so much. I guess. That is so funny. I thought I made Twitter when I lived in Dayton. Mostly so that I could follow Gerard Way. <laughs> that is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> I too would like to follow Gerard Way. <laughs> I really think that was like my main goal there. 
So, uh, anyways. Big <laughs> you guys learned a lot about me just you know, now. <laughs> you know what I learned about this podcast? What? Because um, I listen to every episode after I publish it. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, I like yeah. to do that. And I realized that the entire podcast is me, like, crazy laughing at everything Morgan says. Like, I love it. The entire it podcast. My it's just ego. me in the background, like... <laughs> 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 I'm not even funny. <laughs> that is not true. Oh my goodness. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Thank um, you for tuning in. <laughs> thanks. If you're still here. <laughs> this segment is called, I don't know, Twitter. <clears throat> nope. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I'll edit it. Um, yeah, edit that out. <laughs> Stop. Um, I went, we went on vacation at the same time and we didn't plan it. We didn't go to the same place. But, I feel um, like everyone at work thinks we're lesbians and definitely think we went together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I am 100% convinced. <laughs> yeah, they should have told you congratulations when I said I was engaged. <laughs> I would have loved everything about that. Um, oh, so I just spilled my only news. Uh, I'm engaged. Yeah, not engaged. to Aisha. Sadly. Um, <laughs> it's to my boy, Brody. It's because we're already married. Don't forget. <laughs> I'll never forget. How are you going to tell Brody that, that you're already married? Uh, shh. Brody, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. See me after the episode. Um, <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm so no, yeah, I've been, I've been with Brody for six years. Uh, <clears throat> September 21st was our six-year anniversary. And uh, he... Proposed to me at the top of a mountain. That is so sweet. Which was pretty dope. Um, yeah, so we had a good time. We drank cotton candy flavored wine <laughs> later. That is like honestly the most Morgan Brody thing ever. What? We were on top of a mountain, we got engaged, and then we drank cotton candy wine. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. yeah. Uh, that's pretty I much. That. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy so, yeah, with you guys. It was a lot of fun. Thank you much. Yeah, pretty excited. We're not, I mean, we're not going to plan anything because the world's a shit show right now, mm. so we're going to wait until things are a little more chill. <laughs> if everything could be a little more chill, that please, would be great. Please, please yeah, relax. So that's my big stuff. Sorry it's been so long since you've heard from us, but we were, you know, living the high life. Yeah. Trying. Trying yeah. to decompress. Yes. After just a... Lots of crazy. Two years of weirdness. Yeah, not four years almost, yeah. actually, if we really want to get technical yeah. about it. Yeah, it's almost um, like we were sucked into a black hole. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think... Know, it's just weird. I think we're on... Um, Did you watch that episode of Community where they roll the dice to see who has to go pick up the pizza, and they roll it six different times, and it creates six different timelines, and then... Abed's convinced they're stuck on the dark timeline. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think we're stuck in the dark timeline. And so all the bad things that could happen did Fair. happen. Yeah. So, um, thanks, community. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is your fault somehow. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, other than that, yeah. And uh, I'm going to talk about my murder cast because I'm super pumped. Do it. I have a Twitter for it, and it's called Another Underscore Murdercast, in which I am so fucking funny. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a two-mile whore, because a bitch is funny, okay? Um, you should go follow it, just for the jokes. Uh, we have four episodes live. One is about Kendrick Johnson. We have one uh, paranormal episode about Helltown, Ohio. We have a conspiracy mm. episode about Wayfair. Um, and then we did our latest episode was about Lavina Johnson, who... Her murder 
was uh, ruled a suicide, and every literally every piece of evidence of it proves that it is not a suicide. Mm. It was a military cover-up, and it's absolutely insane. Mm. Um, it's very graphic. There's a trigger warning at the beginning and everything, but it's a good episode, um, and it should have awareness. And I, on the Instagram, made the post that has the link to... Um, petition. Oh. <laughs> it has a link to a petition to get the case reopened. Ooh. So everyone should go and do that because that would be great because this woman deserves Justin's. Is that, what happened to her was awful. So anyway, yeah, do that. I really hope I made the post because sometimes I say I'll do it and then I forget because of who I am as a person. So Social media is hard. I can yeah, attest yeah. to that. <laughs> I'll also put the link to the petition in the show notes. Uh-huh. Any other news? No, I don't have any other news. All right. Do you want to hop into media absorption? Yeah. Yeah. All okay. Right. Do you want to go first? Sure. What have I been watching? Nothing. Um, what have I been listening to? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I I really have not been, like, watching anything new. I've been kind of in a rut lately. Things have been kind of crazy anyways. So just my usual stuff. I did watch the movie If Beale Street Could Talk. It's on Hulu. And oh, I love it. Oh. My God. It's also a book. Oh, yes. I think I knew that. Yes. Oh, what's the name? If Bill Street could talk. <laughs> no, no, no. The author, the author? I think it's Lena. I don't no. know if that one's Lena Waithe. Let me see. I think it was. It's a man, isn't it? We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Oh, James Baldwin. Oh, okay. that's it. I was like, J-name? No, okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, beautiful movie. Oh, my Holy God. Yeah. God. Yes, it's a really good movie. And aesthetically and musically and all the actors and actresses are just beautiful and amazing. And I just really loved it. And um, so that was good. That's all that I've really watched that's new. I'm really excited for Haunting of Bly Manor, which <gasps> comes too. out Me on too. October 9th. So probably by the time this is posted, it'll be live and I'll be watching it. The show will be on, will okay. be live on Netflix. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no pressure. <laughs> um, so we're talking to you from the past. You're probably in the future and you can probably watch that show. So stop what you're doing and go watch it. Um, I'm really Absolutely. excited. I love it. Love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, Haunting of Bly Manor is uh, going to be like Kind of like the sequel. It's like the second season of Haunting of Hill House, which is... But I think it's completely different. Yeah, I think it is different. It does have some of the same actors, though, oh, which yeah. I love It's like American Horror Story. It, yes. So different stories, but same, same actors. actors. Um, really well done show. It's one of the few shows, I can say, that are like supposed to be scary that have actually genuinely given me the... Willy, yep. the willies is that it the heebie-jeebies that's he- it yeah all of that <laughs> you all of that. yes it's so good um it's based loosely off of shirley jackson's haunting of hill house books um but it's kind of modernized it's really good watch that and then watch haunting of bly manor it's all in time for halloween Woohoo! what have you been watching well, I've got a couple different things for media absorption and Oh, yeah. I guess I do have, like, stuff. podcasts. Well, no. Um, oh, okay, I was sorry. meaning, like, uh, YouTube and, like, video games and stuff. Oh, online. okay, yeah. So, uh, I'll just lump that all together. Uh, Hamilton, because I fucking love it. Um, yeah. Um, me and my roommate watch it all the time. <laughs> I'm, like, determined to sing, like, like uh, um, the girl who sings Satisfy. You will never be satisfied. She's Ooh, like, God, pipes. Like, <laughs> oh my God, she can sing so well. Also, Lynn Manuel Miranda is a fucking genius. Oh my um, God, yes. Can't even believe it. 
I was so anti-Hamilton because when I was told that this was a, a play that had rap in and I was like, fuck no. I was like, that's going to suck. <laughs> it's going to be weird. I just know it. And then I watch it and I'm like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Thanks, Lin-Manuel. <laughs> um, yeah, great job. It was absolutely well done. I still find it weird that someone made a musical based on the Federalist Papers and Alexander Hamilton's life. But holy shit, he did he did it well. And I think he did it because he thinks Alexander Hamilton deserves more credit. There is a um, an episode of, oh God, what's the Terry Gross podcast? Fresh, it's not Fresh Grass. It's something, Terry Gross. An NPR podcast called Fresh Air. There's one where she interviews Lin-Manuel Miranda and you learn about why he was fixated on Hamilton. Really? And why he wrote the, it's a really, oh, you learned so much about him. It's a really good episode. Um, I'll link it on our show notes. I was going to say, because I'm actually interested. Okay, I'll link it in our show notes. I think it's an older one. Yeah, it's really cool because... No, it's newer because it was after it went on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, you get to find out, like, why he wrote Hamilton and stuff and his inspiration for it. It's really, really cool. So, yes. Okay. Um, I've been playing a shit ton of Skyrim for some reason. <laughs> and I've been watching Being Human, which my roommate just had on. And it's, like, not the American version. It's the UK version, which I think was the original version on BBC. Um, really fucking good. At first I was like, I don't know if I'm interested in this. And then... I kept watching it because it was on, and I was, like, completely invested. <laughs> so, being human, I've been watching that. Um, and then, I don't know about anyone else, but I love watching video game playthroughs on YouTube. And one of my favorite Let's Players, which I may have talked about her before, I don't remember, but her name is Gab Smolders. That's not her actual name, but that's her YouTube name. She's dating Jacksepticeye because she's a lucky bitch. <laughs> um, well, actually, he's a lucky bitch because I love her more. There's this new game out called Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia, and it's like a ghost hunting game. Ooh. So she played it with um, Sinnoh, John Wolf, and Mr. Craven, who are pretty famous Let's Players. And it's so funny, and it's so fun to watch. Uh, I recommend it. Like, I loved every second of it. I was not watching it while also working, because that would be crazy. Um, but uh, it's good. So check out her channel, Gav Smolders, and... Uh, watch those i just love watching horror game playthroughs because i can't play them except for like resident evil i really can't play them because they scare the shit out of me so i love the fact that they sacrifice themselves for me so yeah um, that's what i got for that portion of media absorption um i have only been listening to one podcast outside of what i've talked about in the past and that is um i've been listening to best friends with sashir zamata and nicole byer which Nicole Byer was on Girl Code on MTV. Um, she's they're both comedians. Sashir so has a um, she has a special on Amazon Prime, and they're just two best friends talking about dumb shit for like an hour, and it's oh. <clears throat> it's really really funny. <laughs> yeah, they usually take a personality like a shitty BuzzFeed quiz together. Oh, I love that. And like one of them's like, which Disney prince would you end up with? And just like dumb stuff, like which sexy food are you? And stuff like that. <laughs> and then also they do have guests sometimes. Oh, I think like maybe every other episode or something. And so their guests are two best friends, and they each 
they ask the best friends individually. It's like the newlyweds show almost. Like different questions about them. And then they bring them together to see how different their questions, their answers were. And so it's it's really cute. It's just a show celebrating friendship. And it brings comfort like during pandemic times and just like during awful politics times. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Just cool, good, wholesome female friendships. I love it. <clears throat> Any other podcasts for you? I have been also listening to the same shit. The Basement Yard, Two Girls, One Ghost, Let's Not Meet. I haven't, like, Two Girls, One Ghost almost has 200 episodes. And I am, like, 20 from being completely caught up. So I've been binge binge listening, I should say. Binge listening. And then I listened to almost all of Let's Not Meet while I was on vacation. Um, when, I, when I wasn't reading. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm almost through that one, too. And then The Basement Yard updates, like, two or three times a week. So that's, like, my favorite and main one. I just love it. That's <laughs> so funny. Basement Yard is Joe Santagato. Oh. So I've been listening to another one of his podcasts, actually. I forgot oh, to mention it. Other People's other Lives. Other People's Lives. Yeah. Yep, I just finished the episode of The Girl That Eats Rocks. So you listen to <laughs> Joe Santagato? Yeah, I like... I love him. I, was, I just listened... I finished that episode today, and he like said his name. I was like, Aisha's talked about mm-hmm. him before. Yeah, so... Honestly, I was introduced to him by my friend, um, Dana... Well, mm-hmm. I've talked about Dana, so we're just going to be like that bitch, Dana, who don't listen. <laughs> I got on her about it when she came over this weekend. Like, you don't listen to my fucking <laughs> podcast, do you? None of our friends do. It's like a bunch of strangers. We love you. Thank you, strangers. Thank and you. Colton. We do. Yeah. Colton, there are a few I other people. I think Zach also listens. <clears throat> Zach. I think Link listens. I think Jonathan also Jonathan. listens. Hey, guys. We we're name guys. dropping all of you. Yeah, That's all right. You Elite. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Letitia definitely listens. Oh, yeah. Letitia oh, yeah. Listens. Thanks, um, guys. <laughs> and everyone should go follow Poi Boys. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll put in the show notes yeah. my babies. I also posted about it on Instagram for us. Okay, but, okay, so back to my story. <laughs> so, uh, she introduced me because he had a YouTube channel. He was, like, one of the first people on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he got, that's how he got so famous. <clears throat> so, well, I wouldn't say on YouTube, but, like, when influence started, influencers started becoming a thing, oh, he okay. sort of was one of the first people to, like, really be big on it. Uh, and he would make these just funny videos, these little short videos about, like, um, like people of Walmart. And it was just him Aww. making fun. Mm-hmm. He's not proud of it. <laughs> but we the grow. videos are honestly hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, I don't think he was ever proud. I think he, I, I don't think he was ever wanting to actually do that, which is why he moved into the podcasting business. I'm just lamenting about Joe Sanagato. I just dig him. Like, he's a good dude. Hey, Joe, <laughs> we dig you. Come on the show. <laughs> Come on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how I discovered him. We were watching him on YouTube, and we would just be cry laughing at these videos, because they were, so, he's just so funny. Um, uh, and then he started The Basement Yard, and I literally listened to, like, I think by, by the time I found it by the time I started getting into podcasts he had like 180 episodes already oh boy I listened to every single one of them oh boy. <laughs> and I am caught up completely Damn. but you know when I did that Work. when I first started working at Care Source that yeah. first month I just listened to that yeah. podcast and only that podcast so yeah uh that's my whole story <laughs> sorry <laughs> but I love the basement yard it's hilarious like check it out I just dig it I'll link it in the show notes yeah baby music cool. uh music you go first. Sure. Um, best part by her featuring Daniel Caesar is sweet and slow. If you like R and B, really good. Um, Feel something by Bia Miller. I want her to be more famous because I really like Bia's voice, and she has not released a song that I didn't love. 
she's more poppy and I really like that. I'm starting to like reach a point where I'm becoming less ashamed of the music I like for some reason because all of Good. my friends just like like a lot of indie things and I like things across the spectrum so I always mm -hmm. have different like I have some k-pop that I'm about to introduce to on here because I just like music I don't I don't know I, I'm just like learning to be less ashamed of it especially yeah. with the k-pop thing Dude, I just you... feel like if I tell people I'm sorry no if I tell people that I like k-pop they have like a certain vision of the kind of person I'm supposed to be and I hate that they can fuck right off buddy. <laughs> yeah if it, she said oh I think if it just evokes any kind of emotion in you that's fucking beautiful who cares what it is I like that Unless it's, like, hateful. But, you know what I mean? Like, unless yeah. you're listening to, like, racist music, yeah, then you can that. be ashamed, people. Yeah, but you. no, But no, I love it. Love what you love. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, well, I am, too. We're all that's working good. on it. <laughs> um, so, Lion by this girl group called G-Idol. They're my favorite besides Mamamoo. <laughs> when I first heard Mamamoo, I was like, I like that name. Mamamoo? <laughs> That's what I would call like a fat female cat. Ah, Mamamoo. Mama They're um, amazing, actually. <laughs> I love them. Um, and then this song called Cassette by, I think it's Demian. I think it might be pronounced Damien, but it's kind of hard to tell when they say names in Korean because they do it so fast that you can barely you can barely make it out. So I think it's Demian, but it might be Damien. D E. Yeah, it's D-E-M-I-A-N. I-A-N. Okay, cool. And the song is called Cassette, and it's kind of like indie sounding, kind of retro. It's really nice. I like it. And he's got a really soft, like, R&B kind of voice. I love it. And then Drop Dead by Holly Humberstone. I think she's pretty up and coming. And King of Shadow by Kat Cunning, who I was told is one of the actresses in the show Trinkets. I haven't watched it, but I've been meaning to. And the song is freaking phenomenal so king of shadow yeah i love that in the song she's like referring to herself as king like she's not queen Ooh. of shadow she's king of shadow i feel like there's something just strong about that i don't yes. know <laughs> that's all for my media absorption oh did i have any shows did i oh we already went over that just kidding <laughs> i forgot <laughs> I have been listening to um, Sufjan Stevens just dropped a new album while I was on vacation in the Smoky Mountains. So when we left the Smoky Mountains at 6 a.m., we were driving as the sun was rising. It had been really cold and wet and rainy. So there was like oh. fog and it was so moody and the sun piercing through the fog listening to this album called The Ascension. Um, it was kind of a religious Did experience. Transcend? <laughs> yeah, I transcended, it like she transcended. Um, a little bit. It was really good. Um, I've been, <laughs> this is an old one, but I've been listening to Modern Girl by Sleater Kenny a lot. I don't know why. It's just really struck me recently. And this summer I was really obsessed with a song called The Wheel by Son, S-O-H-N. Uh, that one's, I can like, it's one of those songs that I just like have a music video in my head for, you know, those songs. Those. Yeah, yeah. They're visual. Um, then Spotify has been trying to get me to listen to this song. And I guess it worked because it's been stuck in my head lately. So thanks, Spotify. It's just like anytime I finish listening to an album and it starts playing music we think you'll like, mm -hmm. it, it, this is always the first song. It's called uh, Shut Up, Kiss Me by Angel Olsen. And now it's been stuck in my head for two days. So <laughs> cool, I guess. I'm, they're winning their marketing ploy. <laughs> and then um, the last one is a song called A Better Son Slash Daughter by Rilo Kylie. That's a really, really good one too. 
I'll put them all in a playlist for this. So I've decided what I'm going to do is that we're, I'm going to keep making the weekly playlists if you want to just listen to the songs that we're talking about for each episode. But I'm also going to make like some, I don't remember what I was calling it, a big juicy all-time favorites pod or playlists or something like that. So I'm basically going to dump all of these songs into a big old playlist. And it's partially for me so I can keep track of what songs we've talked about. But it's also just because like... I don't know, maybe you'd want to listen to the music we talk about, but all together instead of having to find each of the individual playlists. So that's going to be a thing. I'll link them in the show notes forever. Maybe I'll like link them on our Instagram sometime too. So oh, Aisha is determined to find out what I was going to call it. It was like big old juicy playlist. I feel like I'm too far. <laughs> like I can't find it. Wait, no, it's because I chatted it to you at work. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. I'm going to find it tomorrow. I'll, uh, I'll officially name it that. Um, whatever we figure out. All right. That's that's all I've absorbed. That's all I've absorbed. You ready to get into these? Yeah, let's talk I about some I got a fucking books. mountain. Like, yeah, baby. I'm not going to talk about all of them, but <laughs> I was just bringing out visuals for, not that you guys yeah. can see anything, but for, um, for uh, all the lovely honorable mentions. Right. So what we're going to do here, guys, is we're going to, um, like, I have to fucking prep you. You, you know how to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Basically, what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about a few more poignant ones, and then we're going to do, like, a big ol' honorable mentions list, just things we loved in high school. So I uh, hope you enjoy, and I would, I kind of want to put out for myself, at least, the disclaimer that, like, some of these books that I talk about might be garbage. I didn't really have a feminist lens when I was a teenager. I think few of us did. So, sorry if any of these books are problematic. I tried to not, but... I don't think I don't you know. need to apologize for that. <laughs> like, sure. Honestly, yeah. um, they don't talk about a lot of feminist things. You kind of have Mm-mm. to seek it out. I mean, this is why I, I'm going to love talking about this book. But um, I'm also not super sure it's considered teen fiction, actually. But um, but like everything was so bottom line, like basic, mm-hmm. I guess. When you're reading teen fiction, sometimes they're not gonna mm-hmm. have like super deep storylines. Right, right. All of it. There's some kind of. Um, <laughs> some of them do. There are yeah. bright, shiny exceptions. Yeah, but I don't but... think you need to apologize for that. This is teen fiction. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be a. Great example of feminism. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We right. all read shitty books before. Right. There are some that I read that are sort of like my between-the-book thing because they're so easy to read, but also mm-hmm. I really like them. Yeah. Even if they yeah. suck, I really like them. Like, Teen fiction is easy to consume. It's kind of a nice reprieve from... Mm-hmm. From, like, the, the doldries of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nonfiction. You know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, yeah. Who wants Cute. Do you want to do that, 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 or... Yeah, nah, let's do that. Nah. Do you have three main books, or did you pick more? I've got four books that I'm going to talk about. Okay, yeah, so we I'm have an even amount. doing it briefly, so it doesn't even yeah. matter. Yeah, I don't care either. You want to just go back and forth? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you want to start with that one? Yeah, um, I'm going to talk about Easy by Tamara Weber. I don't know if it's Tamara Tamara. It could be Tamara, but I feel like it's Tamara. Anyway, this book is about... Well, I'm going to talk briefly, very, 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 very briefly, because this is one of my favorite books, and I think I'm also going to read it. <laughs> well, like, I think it's going to be the next book I read, just because, uh, I don't know, I think I read this book, like, four or five times after I finished it, because I just really like Ooh. it. I like the romance in it. It feels natural. I think every relationship developed in this book feels natural, which was really cool. 
And, like, when I read teen fiction romances, I never, ever imagine myself as the character, or, like, wanting that kind of a love story. Mm-hmm. It's kind of different for this book. Like, I, I don't know. I just really like the way that relationship developed. It's got, um, I will give a trigger warning, it starts off with an attempted rape. Um, this book is pretty, it's, it's a, it's really good feminist like young adult feminist I guess um because it goes and there's like this incredible speech done by like an RA these are college kids by the way so that's why I don't think it's necessarily teen fiction but you I feel like it's a book that you should read when you're young and I thought that when I read it way back in the day just because of the subjects that it touched on Mm -hmm. and like I said it is very feminist and I really really love it and I really like Lucas who's the love interest So that's all I'm going to say about it. Everyone, go read it. (laughs) That's funny. Good transition, I think, into the first one I was going to talk about. It's it's Feathered by Laura... God, her name has haunted me. Kasiski? Kasiski? K-A-S-I-S-C-H-K-E. Kasiski? I think it's Kasiski. Because I've been... I always look for this book at bookstores, and I can never find this one. I eventually got it online. So basically... This book is about three girls. They are from Illinois, actually. Um, They are pretty well-behaved, just, you know, teenage girls. Uh, Good grades and all that jazz. Not that that matters, I guess. But um, they decide to do something bold and go to Cancun for spring break. It's their senior year. They've never gotten to do something cool like that. Their parents let them do it, so they pool the money together. They go to Cancun. And then, of course, they split off into little, like, oh, one of the friends really, really just wants to go explore the Mayan ruins, and another friend just wants to be drunk and party the whole time. And then the third friend is kind of torn between the two, and basically they all make some decisions that get them into trouble, and it's scary because they're in a foreign land, and they end up losing one of the girls, and they don't find her for, like, a year later. And there's, like... I'll give a trigger warning for this. There's also attempted rape in this, and it's not from character that you expect it to come from. So it's kind of like you can't trust people, no matter how much you think you can, no matter where you're from or where you are, always be on guard. And it's it's kind of a depressing book, but it was also a very, I don't know, I devoured this book when I was in high school. It's one of the... This is one of the books I can really remember, like, sitting there for hour-long chunks at a time, several hours, just, like, getting it done. And I read it quickly for myself. I'm not a super fast reader, but I read it very quickly. And, um, I mean, it left an impact on me because I still think about it a lot. So it's a really good book. Like I said, kind of, it's a little upsetting, but it's, it's good. I liked it a lot. So, yeah. I don't know what it is about those kinds of books that are just really, really good. I mean, it def- it, honestly, it did teach me to be aware of everyone when I read it. Like, That's probably the so, point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this next author, I'm going to talk about these two books. Um, I've got a couple down there somewhere. I cannot... The one that I actually listed on here, Tears of a Tiger. Either I don't own it anymore or it's, like, really lost on my shelf. My shelf is a goddamn mess, honestly. <laughs> It's like double stacked, so yeah. I can just uh, <laughs> look at just it. Got, and I'm like, I, I gotta work on that. <laughs> nah, nah, you just need more shelves, yeah, <laughs> not less right. books. Right. Sharon M. Draper is this really awesome black author who my sister thrust on me, and I really want to tell you this really cool thing that I discovered today. 
um, written in this book. <laughs> it says, Ashley Alexander, which is my sister's name, uh-huh. April 9th, 2005. April 9th is my birthday, and... <gasps> 2005 was a fuck ton long time ago. <laughs> Does that make sense? That fuck ton long time ago. 15 years ago, yeah. dude. I read all of these. There was, this is the second one, I think. The first one is called Tears of a Tiger. And it all takes place in this uh, high school called Hazelwood High. This one doesn't. I'll touch on this in a second. Um, and it's really just the tragic lives of these kids. Like, this kid lost his mom. I think he lost his mom to a fire. And then his mm. aunt died. He had an abusive step-parent. And then... I think he ends up living in foster care, and it's just really, really God, sad. That's heavy. The subjects of all these books really are, um, but honestly, there are so many kids who live in you know povertyized areas who experience this shit all mm-hmm. the time. So, I think my sister felt like it was important for me to read this stuff, mm-hmm. um, and I really, I just completely humbled by these books. They're so good. Um, and then the other one was my favorite. It was a romance. It was called Romeo and Julio. And, um, it's about an interracial relationship between an an African-American girl and, um, a Hispanic guy. And that, I'm saying that because it's the most, it's the most important part of the book. It's, Mm -hmm. it's why the characters experience so much trauma. Um, and they, it's supposed to mirror, obviously, Romeo and Juliet. It's, or Romeo, yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Mm -hmm. Because their name is Romeo and Julio. Um, it's supposed to mirror that in, um... But instead of the characters taking their own lives, they, um, this gang called the, I think they're called the, the devil dogs try to kill them because of their interracial relationship, the fact that they're at the same race. Um, and then their parents, like, don't want, obviously, (laughs) we know the story of Romeo and Juliet, don't want them, no one wants them to be together because they're a mixed race relationship. So it was one of my favorite books I read it. I mean, look at this book. Yeah, you can tell how much you read it. And I'm gonna take a picture it. of it because yes. this was one of my favorite books growing up. I I probably have read this book more than ten times. I love that. It is one of my favorite, and I actually am considering rereading it too. Look at that! Like, it's destroyed. <laughs> this book is destroyed. But that's kind of adds magic yeah. to it, doesn't it? It's one of my favorites. Like uh, you can think of all the other times you've held that book in your hand mm-hmm. with intent to read. I love that. I feel like this book makes sense for me, too. Like, yeah. just me, the kind of person that I am, it, it makes sense. That's awesome. Those sound like important subjects. Sometimes you think that teen fiction can be, like, kind of flighty and nonsensical. And mm-hmm. those sound like real important yeah. things. I like that They're a lot. definitely heavy, which is interesting in comparison to, like... <laughs> Um, anyway, interesting <laughs> comparison to some of the other authors I read here is less heavy, but mm-hmm. still really cute romances. But yeah, that's all I got for Sharon. My next book that I'm going to talk about is called Wake by Lisa McMahon. It's actually the first in a series. The other two books are Fade and Gone. This book was intriguing to me. The main character, she has this ability. Some say it would be a gift. Some say it would be a curse. Where... When people near her are dreaming, she becomes a part of it. She falls into the dream. Mm. Even if she's conscious. Conscious. So, like, if she's riding the subway and the guy next to her nods off and starts dreaming, she will pass out and fall into his dream. She can't get out until he wakes up. Creepy. Yeah. Super creepy. Um, She always kind of thinks it's a curse. She, like, tries to stay away from, like, students that might sleep in class or, like, you know, she just tries to stay away from places where people are sleeping. 
And, um, but she ends up falling into a dream that's, like, way more gruesome and real than any of the other dreams. And basically, she finds out that, like, she can use this ability that she's always hated her whole life to, like, kind of help, like, solve crimes. Because these, these guilty parties are, like, dreaming about the crimes that they did and stuff like that. It's been a long time since I've read it, so I don't really remember the logistics of it. But I also remember, this is one of the first books I've read where, like, well, teen books that I read that, like, the main character was just, like, going through a lot of shit on the side. Her mom's an alcoholic. Her dad was is just gone. And she's, like, her mom's not supportive of her at all. And so she has to, like, work a night job and in addition to going to school. And she's trying to get a scholarship. And she's trying to do all this stuff. And she's just, like, a really hard, determined worker. And I just, like, really, really liked her character. She wasn't, like I said earlier, like, she wasn't flighty or anything. She was very, like, I don't know, steadfast character. I really admired her. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun, really interesting read. So, Wake by Lisa McMahon. I'm actually really interested in that. You can borrow it if you want. Uh, later, okay. some other time, we, <laughs> when your reading's gone down a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> this next book um, is one of my favorites. Um, I've read it a lot in high school, alongside 13 Reasons Why. It's called Love You, Hit You, Miss You by Elizabeth Scott, and it's about these two girls who were kind of like, they were like maybe 15 or 16, they're super big party girls. They're kind of like who you think you want to be when you're trying to be like edgy in high school. Um, and their names are Amy and Julia. So the book starts off with a diary entry. It's been about 75 days since Julia died. Um, so Amy, the main character, is like trying to she's she's grieving she's mm -hmm. she's in grief and most of it is it's really just the process of her getting over it and stop blaming herself for it because the way the girl died was like it's not her fault when you actually find out what happens it's really heartbreaking to think that she's blaming herself for this murder um so her friend julia was like way more kind of manic she was really crazy um uh, they were drunk at a party and i think she caught her boyfriend cheating on her so she like downed a bottle of vodka and then grabbed her car keys and she grabbed her yes. friend with her and went driving and she was like angry driving she was drunk driving so she was driving super fast and she crashed a car and killed herself amy wasn't even she wasn't even like well, how do i put this she wasn't even like driving the car mm -hmm. so you shouldn't blame yourself for something mm -hmm. like that you know what i mean it's like tragic and awful but you can't blame yourself for that so that's what she did through the whole book and i just love amy she's like this tall redhead she, that's the one thing I love about the description of her. Mm -hmm. She, like, towers over everyone. <laughs> and the guy that she's with is, like, he he's, like, perfect height for her. And I just mm -hmm. love it. It's this guy, Patrick, and he's kind of, like, quiet. Um, and before anything super romantic happens, like, their relationship is weird. And he, in a weird way, like, helps her get over it. But, like, they hooked up before, and she didn't really remember and then she did because it was, like, something that was really romantic to her in her mind, mm -hmm. I guess. And then, I don't know, that just kind of carries through the whole book and you kind of feel that tension between them. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. um, I want Patrick, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know why I love this book so much, but I, I really did. I read it a few times my sophomore year. I think I just... I like the aesthetic of Amy, and I think I always just wanted to be that kind of, but, mm -hmm. I mean, not anymore, but I used to, that kind of, like, edgy, 
sexy, doesn't know she's sexy kind of thing. That's mm -hmm. not me at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love the book. So, love you, hate you, miss you, Elizabeth Scott. I think you're sexy. <laughs> um, so anyways, sorry for that love fest, guys. Um, what? What? Okay, my next book is Spanking Shakespeare by Jake Wisner, W-I-Z-N-E-R. Um, this book is so fucking goofy. Uh, basically, this young man, this high school senior, his name is Shakespeare Shapiro. His parents named him Shakespeare. One of the, like, beginning little tangents he goes on is his parents can't remember why they named him Shakespeare. They, they tell him different stories, like they were really into role-playing, and the night he was conceived, they were, like... Oh God. acting out like a Shakespeare play or something. But then oh another no. time, another time they were like, no, no, no. We wrote the names of all of the, like of these accomplished people. And, uh, Shakespeare was the one that was pulled out of the bowl. <laughs> I wanted you to be named Van Gogh. And just like, they just like, and so basically that kind of sets the tone for how goofy this book is. He's a high school senior. The high school that he goes to has this big contest where every senior has to write their memoir. And it's like a, like a really, big writing competition and whoever wins it gets like scholarships and they get their name on a plaque and he's like it's time for me to live up to my fucking name and write the best uh memoir and it's very just like goofy and funny and there's there are lots of sex jokes in this book which I liked because like uh I, I don't know in a high as a high schooler I was kind of innocent and so I thought it was kind of hilarious all the all the stuff you know a lot of the girly books don't have as many like, just crude fucking jokes. And there's a little bit of romance. He's, like, he's, like, kind of a... He's not a loser, but he definitely doesn't have much game. And so, like, he starts off kind of having crushes on these cute, hot girls that he thinks are, like, you know, the hot, popular girls. But then, like, he meets this girl, and she's kind of quieter, and he kind of looks past her at first, but then he gets to know her, and he, like, realizes she's really dope and stuff, and they go through some stuff together. And, yeah, he's not... I didn't read a lot of teen fiction from the the boys' point of view in high school. I tried The Spectacular Now, and I never finished that book, but I fucking hated it in the beginning because the guy, <laughs> the guy was just like, oh, I'm going to help the, fix this loser girl, and it'll be all because I'm a hero. Oh, so it was and all Freddie like, Prince Jr. Yeah, huh? I was like, oh, I hate this, and I can't finish it, and I won't give it the time of day. So I didn't uh, give it the time of day, and I stopped reading it instantly. So if you want a good book from a male perspective, <laughs> it's I really enjoyed it. It's really goofy and funny and uh inappropriate so read spanking shakespeare oh my god i used to hate like well i won't say i hated it but i i hate the trope of like i'm gonna make you attractive like i'm gonna make right. you something you're not right. and that was so popular freddie prince jr was the king of that mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna you're gonna give me money to make this perfectly fine girl into a hot girl yeah and like can y'all just not do that shit just let people be who they want to be right i agree it's so stupid and then when yeah, she's that's one hot, of the worst everyone like, wants her. right that's one of the worst teen fiction and teen movie tropes like tropes yeah, yeah i agree completely I hate that. like just let people fucking be jesus okay so my next one is called perfect chemistry by simone Eccles. i fucking love this book i actually have the whole there are two other books there it basically follows the same formula it's just different people in each book i just really liked it because it's a cute romance um between this girl named Brittany. they um, let me just say they gave these people the most stereotypical names for their race this Ooh. the guy's name is alejandro fuentes and the girl's name is 
Brittany Ellis. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> you couldn't even try on that one, could you? Um, so Brittany is, like, rich. Her family's got money. She's got a sister whose uh, ailment she has, but she's in a wheelchair, and she's, like, kind of got a feeder and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, that she takes care of. Brittany's a good person. She's just, she comes from money. She's kind of, she's popular. She's, um, her mom is, like, one of those people who judges her partially, um, and then Alex is from, like, the other side of the tracks. He's, like, the bad boy. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, you know, a stereotypical trope. I just love this book. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, but it jumps from, like, Alex's uh, point of view to Britney's, which I also really like when books do that mm-hmm. for some reason. Because I feel like that's... I feel like I can trust the characters better when it's flipping from one to another. Like, I know... I don't know how to put that. I don't know. It's just, like, it feels more honest when you get both sides, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. It also makes you empathize a little more with the characters when you do that. Um, but, yeah, so Alex is, like, supposed to be in a gang, and Brittany is, like, this sweet preppy girl who with money, and and they just fall in love. I don't, I don't remember exactly how they fall in love, because <laughs> I haven't read this book in a <laughs> long time, but it happens. Um, but I would consider reading that if you just want something cute and short. It won't take, well, I wouldn't say short, but it won't take you a long time to read it, but perfect chemistry. Yeah, that was like, I mean, I loved this book. I also think I just like the idea of Alejandro, like, mm-hmm. Got a sexy tattoo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like bad boy in high school. It's like yeah. the kind of guy girls wanted mm-hmm. in high school. You want that like badass hottie. The, the different one. Yeah. Yep. Well, I didn't. I liked them tall and skinny, like sickly looking. I liked the lanky ass ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the awkward boys. <laughs> the, I was so into that. The, the ones that I'm like, I'm not sure how this would work logistically, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like that. <laughs> God, I am still like that. That is so funny. This book has bite marks in it from my cat Bien, <laughs> which means I've reread it recently, so she I should hello. be able to describe it well, but I won't. Um, <laughs> I refuse to. <laughs> this book is called The Sky is Everywhere by Jandy Nelson. Um, I think I had Aisha read it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This book is about a teenager. Her name is Lennon. It's like in the Pacific Northwest, so they had like weird hippie parents. Her mom went missing, like, just ran off when she was quite young, so she's being raised by her grandma and her uncle, and her sister, who's a couple years older than her, um, her sister is very vibrant personality, she's an actress, she's very excited about life, she has a really handsome boyfriend, and uh, she passes away suddenly from, like, I think a brain aneurysm, nobody was prepared for it, and she brought so much, like, light and happiness to their household, and then... So Lennon, who is the quieter one, she's second chair clarinet player. She's just like a kind of a quiet music-y girl. She's like forced to like reconcile this like sudden huge change to her life. And try. she's like trying to fill this like emptiness in her. And uh, one of the ways that she does that is by uh, her older sister's boyfriend at the time, uh, who is also devastated by this loss. They, they start hooking up because both of them are just, they just want to be held, you know. And so that's, like, kind of heartbreaking. But then she also meets this really cool, badass, every instrument player who moves to town. Um, and she, like, she has actually an emotional connection with him. He's really amazing. But she's kind of, like, stuck in between 
finding comfort in her sister's ex-boyfriend and then also like trying to turn over a new leaf and be this different new person with this musician guy that she likes and she also writes poetry to help deal with her feelings and she kind of like leaves them littered all over the town she like write them on gun gum wrappers and stuff and so it's really cool i i mean when i was in high school i loved it a lot because of the poetry and because of the music i played clarinet in high school so i thought that was pretty cool um i think the main character is pretty likable sometimes you just are like why are you making these choices but at the same time you know that's a cute cat, dude. <laughs> That's a really cute cat. Um, Aisha's cat's being really adorable right now. Oh, my God. All oh, the little footsies are curled. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so this book's really good. Um, uh, it's kind of heartbreaking, but also really uplifting and just kind of a joy to read. So that's my last one that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, you want to do too. honorable mentions? I got so many. All right, you ready? Go! All right, so we're going to do honorable mentions for a teen fiction book that we fucking loved. Um, and we're going to do some sort of, I guess, free word association. Yeah, I just like a it. sentence. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I just put a word, not a sentence. Okay, but... <laughs> that works too. No, I'm, I don't really know what I'm doing. So. Okay. Cool. You want to go first? Sure. Do you want to talk about perks or do you want me to? We you sounded both... like you knew what you were talking about. Why don't we so. both just talk about it? Because we might okay. have different experiences with it. Okay. Um, first one is Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Schbosky. Yeah, this one hits you on the feels. It's uh, quirky. It's a unique point of view, I think. Um, the Lux series by Anna Godbearson. That one is a historical fiction, which I don't think we've talked about any historical ones. It's really good. Um, it's like late 1800s, I believe. Um, if I Stay by Gail Foreman, that one's pretty popular. It was made into a movie. Um, it's, uh, if you like music, playing the cello or death, that's a good one. Um, uh, <laughs> Diva by Alex Flynn. I didn't realize when I read it that it's a sequel, but it stands pretty well on its own. If you are a musician, specifically a singer, you might like it. It's about a soprano who goes to a performing arts school. It also deals a lot with eating disorders, body image, and, um, domestic abuse, um, Bad Girls Don't Die by Katie Allender. It's spooky, scary skeletons. Um, actually haunted dolls. Uh, The Lovely Bones by Alice Sebold. That one's sad. There's gonna be death and rape and, um, trigger warning, I guess. I cried place. like a fucking baby. That, These two girls yeah. in my interactive media class when I was in high school were reading it and they were like, oh, you should read it, you'll love it. Mm -mm. I was so fucking you. pissed off. It, <laughs> it destroyed me. That book was the first. I didn't know anything about it. It was the first book that I chose to do my first book report on when I entered high school. And I had a hard time getting through it. It was one of the most devastating books I'd read at that point. And I was like, wow. Um, the next one is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Oh. That book's fucking important, yeah. uh, especially with current events. It's, a, it's about a young black woman who witnesses a good friend of hers. I wouldn't get... call her a woman. That's oh a girl. yeah, no, she's That's a girl. A you're right. You're right. You're right. She's a child. And she witnesses her, um, one of her close friends who was also pretty much a child at this mm -hmm. point, uh, get murdered by the police when he was innocent and her having to deal with that, reconciling the differences between like her white friends and her family and community, how they all viewed the situation and dealt with it. Once again, very important because it doesn't seem like the violence is ending. Mm. So I think it should be required reading for our teenagers, yeah, honestly. I agree. 
Um, and then Sublime by Christina Lauren, which my my fucking word that I wrote down is necrophilia. It's about a girl who she like gets murdered, I guess, and uh, she just walks out of the lake that she got murdered in like ten years later, and she just like starts attending the college, but she's dead. But like people don't realize that she's dead, and then like a guy falls in love with her, and I don't really remember what happens. But obviously, sex. Oh, she did, and they fucked. No, <laughs> so, anyways, if you're into that, I guess there's this. Everybody has their niche. <laughs> I'm so sorry if that was loud. <laughs> she said she did, and they fucked. <laughs> I mean, but he had sex with a ghost, not with a dead body. So is that? Different? But he didn't know either, so... He didn't know, yeah. That's not consensual ghost problem, right? <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways, that's a problematic, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was intriguing as a high schooler. Yeah. So, anyways, well, your turn. <laughs> okay, so... Um, my first book is Bloom by Elizabeth Scott, and my free word was loner, because she's kind of a loner, and it kind of has a, I could put incest, but it's not really incest, because it's her stepbrother, and Mm. her parents, their parents are no longer together, and they, uh, didn't even realize for a little portion of the story that, that, um, they had all lived together when they were younger, Mm. because their parents were dating, and then, as they're, like, in high school, they fell in love. So, it's one of my favorite books, actually. I, f- I feel like I've said that about all of these. But, <laughs> but it really was, like, I read Bloom um, between my, I want to say between 7th grade and sophomore year of high school, maybe about 10 or 11 times. <laughs> and then I didn't own it until I was in college. <laughs> Bloom, Elizabeth Scott. Perks of Being a Wallflower. There's a Sabrina Benham quote that I love from one of her poems where she says, I am highly susceptible to feeling a lot. Um, perks being a wallflower. Yep. <laughs> yep. Speak by Laurie Hulse Anderson, which I think is some really great. I just kind of put uh, introduction to feminism. Um, it's about a rape and no one believing her. And she's kind of like this. You think she was walking around her high school with a goddamn disease because, like, nobody wants to talk to her or be friends with her. And she meets this guy, and it, it, it's not one of those situations where he, like, saves her. It's not like that. It's just, like, a moving on thing. Like, she can trust the guy. And, like, I don't know. I just read this. It's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sarah Dessen, Just Listen. I put Music Connection because this book is all about this guy named Owen who's super into music. I think he's got like a radio show in their high school or something. But um, they sort of connect through music. That's like the first thing they ever talk about and he like makes her playlists and CDs and it's just really sweet. I loved this book. Um, I have two copies of it. There's another one on my shelf somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then along for the ride. I have a thing for Sarah Dessen because that's what I could find. I spent most of my high school life at the library that is up the street from where I live right now. And I would just always get Elizabeth Scott and Sarah Dessen books. That's I would just mm-hmm. read all of those books. And John Green, um, which I'm not... I used to like John Green, but as an adult, I realized that he writes Manic Pixie Dream Girls mm-hmm. for high school boys. So I don't feel John Green anymore. <laughs> but along mm-hmm. for the ride... I put introduction to experiencing things. I don't know if that makes any sense. But basically she's like, she moves to this, like, island. She doesn't want to move there. And she's got to, like, make friends and meet new people. And that's basically the book. And then the kind of association in that is she's 
never ridden a bike before, so she's, like, learning how to ride a bike, and it's kind of like, mm. uh, I'm sure there's some deep meaning there. I'm just not hitting on it right now, but, <laughs> but there is. So, along for the ride, um, I put Breathe My Name by Ari Nelson, which I think Ooh, I had to I've read. read that one. And I, feel, I've, I put, first I put Intro to Gillian Flynn, and then I put yeah. um, Growing Up with Mentally Ill Parents. Because that's the basis of the whole book. It's incredibly written. It feels like it's older than it is. It it gives me good visuals, too. Like, I... Yeah, I was able to picture every scene super well. Especially the very first scene where her mom... I guess we could say her mom is having an episode because some shit goes down. Um, I'm not gonna say what that shit is because it's imperative to literally the Mm -hmm. rest of the story. But it is gripping the whole book so breathe my name Ari nelson uh i also have 13 reasons why on here but i didn't put any free word association i think by now we all know what that's we about that and um <laughs> i know a lot of people really hate it because they think it glorifies suicide i don't agree at all and in fact i think it saved me i really really liked it i won't go any further but i i liked 13 reasons why it was one of my favorites and i also have two copies of that on my shelf somewhere somewhere i somehow never read that one I really like it. I think the show might be a bit much, but the book... That's what I've heard. I think the book is really well done, and it did not... It did not to make me want to commit suicide at a time That's when good. I really wanted to, so... Uh, I important. disagree with a lot of what people says about it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Alrighty, then. I liked that lightning round. That was fun. That was good. Little was sentences. Good. Yeah, that was good. Alrighty. Well... Bye. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, thanks for listening to us talk about books. Yeah. <laughs> Again. It's <your> favorite thing. <laughs> it is. I do enjoy it. Um, we forgot to give you our social media stuff at the beginning of the episode. God damn so it. now you get to listen to me um, shuffle my papers around while I try to find the one fucking page. I'll do mine. Um, You can follow me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr at i-ish-ug. Yeah, you can also find me on Spotify. Uh, I'm sure no one wants to follow me, but if you want to follow me, it's just Aisha A. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at certified underscore morganic. You can follow me on Twitter that I never use. <laughs> it's morgatoast, M-O-R-G-A toast. You can um, audibly hear my yeah, cat snoring. You can probably hear Aisha's cat whistle <laughs> breathing. Uh, it's really good. Um, yeah, that's all we have for my social media. My my Spotify is probably how you're listening to our playlists if you're listening to them. But in case you just want to like look at what garbage music I've been listening to <laughs> on repeat <laughs> several hours a day, um, it's ju- it's Morgan Elizabeth McGee my whole fucking name you can follow our goodreads better friends podcast on instagram at goodreads underscore better friends you can follow us on twitter at gr underscore bf pod you can follow us on tumblr which is where we post our show notes on uh, goodreads better friends pod at tumblr.com and then also if you have anything you want to share with us if you love our podcast and you have ideas for stuff we could talk about or if you hate our podcast and don't email us if you hate our podcast just stop (laughs) listening um 
Uh, yeah, just if you have art that you want to submit that we can share with our followers and get your name out there, we'd love to do that for you. So you can email all of your submissions to goodreadsbetterfriendspodcast at gmail.com. I have never said this on our podcast before, but everybody else says it on their podcasts. Like, uh, if you guys like and share and comment on our podcast on things, I think people will see it. And so if you want other people to listen to us, you could do that. You could rate us. You could give us an awesome rating. You could support us. You could support us. We appreciate it. Um, you can think about us before bed if you want. Hot. <laughs> it better be dirty. <laughs> I'm an engaged woman. <laughs> nah, you can't. I don't care. <laughs> as long as you rate our podcast, you can think whatever you want about me. Um, <laughs> we want approximately 69 reviews. <laughs> yeah. If you guys can make that happen, that would be really good for us. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening to us and sticking with us. We, yeah. we promise one day we'll have a guest. <laughs> we promise. We We're just have a lot to work through, yeah. okay? Yeah, Nobody yeah. guided us. Nobody was our guide and our, our fairy podcast mothers. We, yeah, we just kind of dove figuring into it this. Out. We're just doing I think it. we're doing well, though. I we're, think we're we've doing got well. over 500 downloads across all of our episodes. Thanks, guys. Which I know is good because I've seen other people on, on their 24th episode only having 240 No, something. shit. So hey, I'm guys. very excited. Wow, you like us? Thank you. Um, I want to give an extra shout out to Aisha because she's on the edits our shit shows. <laughs> and uh, she's kind of a badass. And Aww. she picks up the slack when I suck at uh, Instagramming, <laughs> no. too. So, thank you, Aisha. You're a rock star, and I love you, and your hair is really good. <laughs> I am. I, I wanted to tell you that I'm going to attempt to dye this bitch this weekend. I'm going to take these out. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to bleach my that. hair, and I'm going to dye it teal, and we'll see if it comes out yes. good. or Either way, either my hair is going to fall out, or it's going to come out okay-ish. I'm okay with either of those, because then if my hair falls out, then I have to it. go bald, and I'm... Which you'll I've been look talking about with that forever. Too. No matter yeah. what you do. So basically, I'm like, anything could happen. I don't care. I just <laughs> want teal hair at some point in my life. So I'm making it happen. Do it. I believe in you. Thank you. All right, guys. We Thanks. love you. Thanks for Thanks listening. For listening. Uh, I'm Morgan. I'm Aisha. And we'll see you on the next epi. Bye-bye. Bye.